Have you ever thought about that while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb? I did. I actually bought two homes in Albuquerque that I Airbnb'd, and it was just an amazing investment, honestly, because, you know, as you are accruing value in your property, you are also making money on the Airbnbs. It's amazing. So your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. It's an award-winning tequila. It's infused with real juice, with real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. It's real. So you need like two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. Hey, um, you know how I'm always trying to keep my house parties exciting? New cocktails? <laughs> do you? Yeah. Okay, well, here's something that's going to flip the script. Okay. All right. 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Yeah. yeah. Tell me more about this, right. Oliver Hudson. Yeah, 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila that's infused with juice from real fruits. You only need two to three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. Wait a minute. I think I know what brand you're talking about. You know why? Yeah. Because 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend. It's female founded. That's right. See? Sounds See like how I know? Something I can get behind. I know. Well, there's a good story behind that for sure. Listen, if you love tequila... You have to try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hi, I'm Kate Hudson. And my name is Oliver Hudson. We wanted to do something that highlighted our relationship. And what it's like to be siblings. We are a sibling rivalry. No. No, no. Sibling rivalry. Don't do that with your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Sibling rivalry. That's good. Oliver Hudson. It's Oliver Hudson. Uh, That's me. I'm here. Um, I'm going back to work finally in December. Is it going through? Yeah, which is good. Are you good. excited? I am happy. I, I get to keep my SAG card. Finally That's going exciting. Back to work. No, it's good. It's good. I'm it's going back to work up. too. I know. It's kind of fun. Everyone's sort of gearing up. I know. But you know, I was thinking about it. We're going to get like tested every day. And you know, you got to yeah. get, because they're so, you know, they're, they're so careful. And yeah, I mean, the nice thing about what I'm doing though too is with a sitcom is if people don't understand, it's a very limited crew. I mean, there's going to be no live audience. And so it's going to be the actors and the camera people. And that's basically it. Hair and makeup. Yeah, hair and makeup. showrunner. I'm going to do my own hair and makeup. Really? It's very... a terrible idea. I I just want to shout out to CBS right now (laughs) to say that's really not a good idea. I don't know. It might be. I've learned Mm. a few things in quarantine. Let me tell you what I'm not doing. My own hair. It's so hard. Hair is hard. Yeah, for you. 
Yeah, it was great when I shaved it. It was so fun and easy. Oh my God, that felt like years and years and years ago. Well, it was. It was. Yeah. It was three years ago. I know. That was crazy. I'm glad I know. you had I, like, your hair met back. Danny. I like met Danny and like I literally was like, hey, I had this long, long hair. To-. What's and up? I'm, like, I'm Kate. I'm shaving my head. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew it was love. Um, he would every night he would rub my head and it would put me to sleep. Oh, that's nice. Um, well, I've got the in-laws coming in today. I got Brooks and Anne and Oh, that's right. You have the in-laws. And then um her brother too, and Amber. Oh, so, the whole family. It's time for entertaining. Yeah. I'm gonna be cooking this is good. everything scheduled in my life, which I hate. I hate schedules. I know, I know. But your schedule is like, you know. Get the heat ready for the green egg. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe like a, a, a four o'clock bike ride. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then maybe like one one work call. Yeah. Just to make like, just to make it feel like I'm I'm like doing something in the day, you know? It's like <laughs> <laughs> Um No, I know. I, I I'm I I like routine. I like getting into a routine. Mm-hmm. I like being busy. It's I fun. like I like planning the night before. You know what I mean? Like, I'll sit in bed. Okay, what am I going to accomplish today or tomorrow? And then go through that. The two-week in advance planning or even the week, like, oh, we're going to this restaurant with these people on, you know, in a week and a half. I I can't stand that. I think that's bad for the soul. It causes I mean, stress. that's really good then that you're married to Aaron Hudson and not Gwyneth Paltrow because, you know, Gwyneth likes a structure. Yeah, but so does Aaron. Gwyneth, I think, would appreciate my my free spirit. <laughs> 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 that was the best post ever. Oh, well, I got to so I gotta funny. thank you. Kate, by the way, put that post together for me because <laughs> um, I don't know how to do all that stuff. <laughs> so that was Kate's vision. Oh, Aaron and I were laughing so hard. It was so great. I know. Um, Do you think it but, made uh, Gwyneth but like no, but me seriously, more? I, I know what you're saying about scheduling, although I have to say, I like having tentative schedules ahead of time because then you can you can always cancel. It's not like, you know, I mean, it's not a good habit to get into. I don't think canceling, but it's I nice know. to know that, you know. But then you're a flake. I don't know. That's I, the problem. I, I have I have a reputation of just being unreliable when it comes to keeping plans because I hate plans. And then they come up and I'm like, I don't want to do this right now at all. And I'm not. And well, I'm sorry. So, but what, I'm so what, what I would say to you is that you shouldn't make the plan in the first place. Exactly. So uh, that's actually the this reality is, is is that what you're doing is planning ahead because it's something you don't really want to be doing. So you just have to cut it yes. at the beginning of it, which is, will I really want to go have dinner with so-and-so? And the answer is probably not. And so therefore, I'm just not going to do it. Right. Or Period. you know who I am. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. it. Just save a seat for me like Elijah, like an empty seat. <laughs> and like I, I may or may not oh, show Jesus. up. You know what I mean? I may or may not show up. 
You're, uh, th- by the way, what a terrible character trait. I mean, seriously. I'm not saying it's good, but at least I own it. The only reason why you're able to get away with this is because you're 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 kind charming. of being funny. I'm but charming. the reality is, is that is a terrible character trait. No, here, can I, I have a theory about hey, this. Hey, man, you- I don't know if I'm going to show up, so just leave a seat, you know? Like, it just yeah, depends but- on what's more interesting to me. <laughs> It's all about precedent. I'd be like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, but it's all about precedent. Save you a seat. I'm never inviting you again. (laughs) If you set that precedent from the beginning, meaning this is who you are, people know who you are and you're unapologetic, then they accept that. So Yeah, you're basically saying, hey guys, I'm super undependable. Yeah, basically it's like, oh, Oliver's a great guy. There's no doubt about it. But, you know, he may or may not show up. That's who he is. He owns it. And we can't fault him for that. All the other things out Outweigh that he's awesome, and yeah, yeah. So this is terrible. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's I mean, me. I appreciate honesty and transparency. Okay, so but the but what you're saying is a terrible character trait. I mean, that's just that's just what it is. It's like if you're gonna teach your kids some sort of you know <laughs> basic basic you know positive characteristics, one of them should be dependability (laughs) yeah you know you want to be a man of your word or a woman of your word i i do not i totally agree with that but what i'm saying you're like nope don't say that you're going to do something if you're going to cancel you might as well say hey look there's a good chance i'm not going to make it so i'm not going to plan it out two weeks in advance that's great i get that i get that so that's just that's where i'm at you know and I'm the thing is, is there are certain people, you know, that just w- will tell you to go, you know, eat somewhere yeah, and, else. Yeah, and, and I don't want those people in my life, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Guess that's the end of our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, you know what's so funny? I got to the point, and actually, I mean, Gwyneth is the, is the theme of our intro, but she said to me once that, which I totally was like, oh, God. She finally was like, you know what? This is it. I'm not going to do the things I don't want to do anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I do things I don't want to do. It just makes me unhappy. Yeah, Meaning, who do you think told if you don't want to go, I don't want to go to dinner with that person. I, I, in my mind, I feel like it's the right thing to do, but then I'm every time I dread it, I just feel anxiety and things like Ex- that. And exactly. Like, yes. And 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 why do you think she's had this epiphany? We we do we have late night chats, and I influence her. <sighs> we went on a hike yesterday up to Thomas Lake. It was unbelievable. Oh, did you do it? The leaves are on another level on oh, fire. Oh, no, I'm so jealous. <laughs> it was a real one, too. It's an eight-mile eight, eight hike, four up, four down. Yes. It was It was so amazing. It's just oh, so beautiful. Oh, I'm so jealous. Um. So today we got, we got the fannings coming up. I was so excited. You know, I directed Dakota in my short. That I did a hundred years ago, and 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 Pa was in it, and mm-hmm. it was so much fun to see Pa with Dakota, and they did Dreamer together, you know, the horse movie. Yep, Dakota. I mean, both of the girls—they're so down to earth and normal, and you know, yeah, they're, they're, they're so great. They're living. They, they don't live a movie star sort of look at me life at all. When you would expect someone who has grown up as a child actor in the spotlight to be all fucked up. And they're the antithesis of that. I mean, they're more normal than normal. 
I love how different they are, too. Yeah. You know, because, you know, Elle is very much like, you know, more floaty and artsy. She's like a fairy, yeah, you know? know. And and Dakota is more kind of her feet in the ground and more practical mm-hmm. and pragmatic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Right? No? Let's do a, let's do a I, fact check. Let's just say this. They're a really nice balance of each other mm-hmm. you know but they're very different and there's a lot of love you know but <laughs> i will say that that dakota refused to do l's short film you know that she's oh, doing a oh short my God, film that COVID was my and, favorite she like L turned passed. it down <laughs> yeah she turned it down <laughs> that's so funny but you know they don't hold it against each other no no i like the perspective of young girls in Hollywood and it's it's not really what you would think and I, I I think that that's what I love about this episode is that people have sort of an idea of what it's like to grow up in Hollywood or or the the negative aspects of it and I think Dakota and Elle are r- really good examples of how you can have a career as a child in Hollywood and still Uh, have longevity. This is one of the success stories of a child actor, you know, because a lot of them end up in flames. Um, But this one is different. I think a lot can be attributed to their mother as well. Um, This was such a great time. I loved catching up with the girls. Listen to Elle. Listen to Dakota. Listen to the Fanning. Enjoy. Well, before you came on, we were they were just uh, geeking out on me. The Fannings think that I'm the shit because <laughs> I am a, I'm a big game show participant, uh, ah. specifically to tell the truth, which is one of their favorite game shows. The old version, they decided to watch the newer version, yeah. and you're looking at the only winner of the Doris, which is you know I've I swept all deal. the rounds. It's a big deal. So you know, I have I know, no idea what you're talking about. We'll, we'll, we'll get into all. We'll get into almost famous, you know, and how that is soothing for them. Um, but right now, this is more about you know me being how like a top Oliver game is show soothing contestant. To Just me. a game show <laughs> rock star. Uh, before we get into like your childhood, which I actually know a lot about, just because Pa has been in love with Dakota as his own daughter since since you guys yeah, were together. We, but We still have the goddamn horse. <laughs> no, we don't. Oliver, Giddy passed away. You're wrong. Oh, he did? Giddy's, yeah, oh, Giddy's passed dead? away. Yeah, but that's a whole um, other well, story. Giddy, just, okay, okay. How did you not know that? You're like in Aspen. You're there. So, the horse is look, gone. These horses, they blend at this point, I, I, they're brown, they're black, no. they're paint. I don't know, I, you know, I don't know their. That names. reminds me of the time when my the horse I grew up with, Bud. You know, they had to. He was very old, but they had to like you know put him down and stuff. But I went up to Aspen, and I was so excited because every time I'd go up, I'd see my horse. And I went up, and I was like, oh. I'm see butt anywhere mom's like oh honey we put him down like two years ago <laughs> i was like what hey. this is my horse you didn't even about, talk to about me like, about it what about mrs motts we're like where's mrs motts and we're eating bacon oh, <laughs> no God. no it's terrible mrs yeah. motts that was a whole other 
Yeah, the yeah, animal we thing ate in our app. It's just there's I don't so think many. We even knew it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dark. I don't even eat pig anymore because I can't handle it. it oh, is bacon? Too cute. No, I can't. Great. I'm just I in love with the greatest babies. food of all time. Oh God, bacon is the greatest. My nickname's Pig, Pigly. All is the it piglet? Yeah, because I have my nose, but I love it <laughs> because of this nose. You see, <laughs> who gave you that nickname? You know, it, it turns up. It and turns so, up. A and in bit. school, I would like, and I can do the noise. So I'd be like, <laughs> oh my. <laughs> so that was my. Thing. That's that's cute. <laughs> who gave you the nickname? Your family or friends? My best friend. Best friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was came oh, from a place like a little pig. I don't think it was. No, I don't think it did at first. I think it was like right as they were becoming friends. She was like, you look like a little pig. Oh. <laughs> no. Terrible. It was, it wasn't, no, but that's that's how that's sometimes how it works. That's my my best my best friend, John, who's been my best friend since the third grade. He made fun of me. And that's how we became lovers and best friends. Basically, it was mm-hmm. like John comes up and he goes, my hair was crazy long and, and disgusting. And, and he goes, what do you like, have spiders in your hair? I'm like, no. <laughs> he goes, you look like you have spiders in your hair. I'm like, you want to come over like and play Arnold handball? He's like, yeah. What is this? Who is this guy? He's like, Arnold all of a sudden? <laughs> like, <laughs> He's, uh, spiders in your hair? My Austrian friend. <laughs> I know, I'm wondering, what, is he, does he have an accent? Your, your no. friend from Santa Monica? Just... <laughs> Because I don't know, it's like, oh, this person, when you're however old, it's like, ooh, they're so cool that they can insult you. Like, they have the confidence to insult you. And, like, right. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is who I'm going to be. My the insulting for me started so early in my life from Oliver that I just can't handle any insulting right. from here on out. I was Dumbo <laughs> and Hammerhead from like four on. Yeah, <laughs> which I've already said on you, this. But podcast. you've grown out. You've grown out of your Hammerhead, Kate. You know, you've, you've turned it more into like a Mako shark. You know, your eyes are a little more <laughs> facing forward. I grew into my head. My my eyes kind of evened out a little bit more. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. If we we didn't really have any names for each other. I think mean, it's like a brother sister thing. We didn't make fun of each other that much. I don't think yeah. we were just yeah. really mean when we were young. We would fight. Were you mean <laughs> to each other? We would definitely. We were not mean to each no, other. What are you not, talking about? We, we would like sister fighting. You know. What yeah, I mean? we would. Yes. We would definitely fight, but it would be over you know dumb things about like you know she didn't want to play something that I wanted to play or you know like hit her over the head. Then L would L was like a pincher. <laughs> you know, she would like pinch and like bite and stuff. I was like, oh my god, this freak! Like she was like very wild looking when she was little. This is like when we're little. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know it's funny because you you even even as a parent like you know that that stuff is supposed to happen. Siblings are yeah. supposed to fight and get angry and get physical. And as a parent you sort of wonder where do you where do you draw the line? You know, where is it like all right, you guys are just being brothers and then where are you like okay, that that now we've gotten you've gotten you're over the line at this point. Yeah. Well, For when us, someone cries was, yeah. or gets hurt yeah, right? cries or get yes. It was like there would be a little there would there would be minor intervention until like she 
broke the skin of my forearm with her nails and teeth. And then it was like, okay, well, it's yeah. clearly everyone and get move away from everyone. <laughs> yeah. It's like leave each other alone. And then we would just come back for more. What's your age difference? Mm-hmm. Four years. We're four years apart. Were your parents disciplinarians or were they, did they, were they pretty soft? Were they softies? Not super strict and not super soft, like kind of somewhere yeah. in the middle. I mean, I think, like, our mom is very, um, I mean, I guess she was, I don't know. She was, we just knew not to, like, you know, if we misbehaved in front of someone, she would, like, embarrass us in front of that person. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you interrupted <laughs> and I'm not answering your question. You know, like, that's like, it was, or if we did something, it was like, well, you have to say you're sorry right now on the spot. And when you're young, that's like, <gasps> the thought of like having to do that is yeah. so mortifying that it go would go back and apologize. Go back and apologize. We're like, what? Go back and apologize. She's like, yeah, go say you're sorry. We're like, oh my God. Like I'm never doing that again. I never want to so have to do that. That's so funny. <laughs> the go back and apologize is the worst thing. That is like so humiliating. You're like, but it, it happened so five days ago. I know, I know. It's so humiliating. So I think we knew that we knew the lines and we knew what not to cross. I mean, the other, I mean, this is just the other glaring thing is I started acting when I was six. So, so much of my I was going to say, you've been acting, you had had a different kind of upbringing, you know. Yeah. So it was, you know, mixed with professional. And that was two. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I was two. I mean, my first role uh role was um playing Dakota at a younger age and so I played like in the flashback scenes I would do a lot of those because you know and yeah and I am Sam so I just had to swing on a swing uh with Sean Penn and sleep in the grass and that was that was my first Mm. thing playing Dakota um but obviously (laughs) like I don't remember much about that um but yeah real quick how we met was when Pa was working with Dakota on Dreamer, he kept calling saying, he kept saying it's like you and mommy in a little girl and like Meryl Streep. And he was so (laughs) in love with your work ethic and and your spirit. And it was like he was reliving having you know his daughter and me and well, so i heard about yeah i mean kate kate would go cry in her room being like how come he was never like this with me why? like what about why? me why dakota why meanwhile, it me? meanwhile he's talking about all of you guys to me like i i honestly like working with kurt was i've i I've certainly connected with a lot of people, but not quite like him. There was something about like just our person, even my personality at that age and like his understanding of me. And I think what I liked the most was he did not treat me like a kid at all. And that was something that when I was younger, I, it wasn't like, I'm not a kid. It was like, I am a kid, but he just, he just met me where I exactly where I was, you know, which was sometimes childlike and sometimes not. And he, I felt like he could understand that. But the big thing was he would take me on these little like outings. And my mom always used to make me sit in the back seat until I was like 12 years old. She wouldn't let me sit in the front. And so (laughs) you were tiny. Yeah. Smallest. So when he picked me up and I like went to the back and he was like, Oh, you're with Big Daddy now. Get in the front. 
was like, oh my God, this is the best. <laughs> this is the best. But no. Well, I know, I Kurt, just- he used to come back and he would say, she is the smartest actress I think I've ever worked with. And when you say that, like you, he didn't ever treat you like a kid. I think he did really see. I remember when 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 we worked together, he he just reiterated, she gets it, and and you don't have to ever repeat yourself. She just gets everything right away. So I think he actually yeah, he yeah. he did feel that incredibly paternal, like. You know, absolutely, and still yeah, does for sure. I know, I know. Well, I think we have one of those relationships where we could go years without seeing one another, and then it's like you know, it's it's well. It's let's exactly let's put the it this way: it's always been. we have none of us have ever been bought a horse. They've all been hand me downs <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> You're the only one of us. Yes. Yeah. You ever got a yeah, horse? I was like. For? I was like, Paul, what about like, me? I, I want a horse. Well, just take that one. Just take, take, take the, take, take, take Moon. Take Moon. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. Where were you guys born and raised? Um, we were born, we were both born in Atlanta. We, well, yeah, I, I was born in Decatur. Well, that's Atlanta. See, this I is mean, where she's no, like, I'm born in Decatur. ATL outskirts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. L just wanted to say Decatur. Decatur. And then so we grew up 45 minutes south of Atlanta until I was six and then essentially kind of moved to L.A. When I was six, we sort of moved my mom and I thinking it was going to be for six weeks. Um, and then here we are. So I think that an L joined yeah, I don't Shortly remember like after. I don't remember Georgia very much. Like I definitely feel like I grew up in LA and I went to school here mm-hmm. and um so this does feel like my home. Even though we're a very southern, southern family I was gonna like say, you know mom, mom's got a deep southern accent. Our grandmother, yeah, yeah our grandmother my mom's mom who who lives with us and has been such a part of us growing up is super Southern and, and, you know, all of the manners and all of that stuff has been what about a huge the food? part of us growing up. Yeah, the food, too. Biscuits, She's a great cook. She just doesn't like to cook. So fried it's like chicken. pulling tea yeah. to, <laughs> to get her to cook it. But it's Butter. great. And, yeah. yeah. I yeah. always try and get, we call her Gaba. I always try and get her to make fried chicken. She just hates cooking. She's like, you don't want that. It's like, yeah, I do. I, do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> Um, um, did yeah. you move out there and stay out there? I mean, it was six weeks that turned into forever, but did you go back and she sort just of kept pick up your life from Atlanta? <laughs> well, so we moved, my mom and I came here for six weeks because my mom's sister lived here. So it was like, oh, we'll see my aunt, spend some time with her, see if this is like, you know, going to work. I had done a couple commercials. I had an agent in Atlanta and I had gotten like a bunch of commercials in a very short span of time. And so they were like, "Mm, you should probably go to LA and see if it works out for pilot season. And so we came thinking that it was going to be those six weeks and kind of like a extended vacation. And then I would sort of we would have a flight to go home on a Saturday and then I would get something that was filming the next Tuesday. So it was like, oh, okay, well, we'll have to move that. You know, so it kind of, that that sort of just kept happening. And then next thing you know, it's like 
six months have passed and my mom's like, my two-year-old daughter is at home. Like, what's going on here? Like, what are, what are we doing? And so we were kind of back and forth for a bit. And then eventually I would say probably a year and a half, two years after we first came out here. And then what ended up happening was my mom, when Elle started working, my mom would travel with me and then my grandmother would travel with my sister. Me. <laughs> so now you're me. Six. Dakota, what's your first part? My first commercial was a Tide commercial. And then my first TV appearance was on ER. Mm. And then my first movie was, well, you know, the funny thing is my first movie, actually, I always say I am Sam, but my first movie was actually Tomcats. I had a scene with Jerry <laughs> O'Connell. Jerry and that O'Connell. was actually my first, yes. <laughs> but we don't speak of this. No, no, I just, oh I was like, I was little, God. I got to pull this up. Little girl in park. Like, I was like little oh, girl yeah, yeah, in yeah. park that like slid down a slide and Jerry's like, in a crazy robe and I scream and that was it. But Jerry O'Connell was so nice to me and he gave me a signed dollar bill um, that I <laughs> will never forget and I need to find it. So that was actually my first You got to frame Tom it, the Cats. Jerry O'Connell signed bill. That's I know. great. I love it. It's and Tom then, Katz yeah. is a 2001 American <laughs> sex comedy film written <laughs> and directed by Gregory Poirier. Yep, it stars Jerry O'Connell, Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. That's the the description. I know. And then I am Sam (laughs) is the, I think I am Sam is the more, uh, you know, the version that I usually go with for the first movie. So, how old are you with I am Sam? I was six and I turned seven during the making of it. Do you remember it? I really do. Like, I mean, of course, she I don't has remember. a photographic memory. One of Dakota's very, like, the gifts of Dakota that she can remember a lot. Like, she has a wow. great memory. I hardly remember anything from being six. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't remember, like, each day of going to film, but I definitely, like, especially when I watch it, I can picture, like, that set. You know, I can picture, like, mm-hmm. little blips of things that happen. I did celebrate a birthday. So I think that also makes it kind of, it sticks in my mind because they, you know, yeah. have, like how they do. I had a big cake. Are you, are you one of these actors who sits in the makeup trailer and reads the sides once and then can just go and do it, do all the dialogue? I mean, is that, is that who you are? <laughs> yes, she can do it the do night that. before. I usually make sure uh, that I just do it the night before. But if it's not a lot to say, I can definitely yeah. like if I'm tired the night before, I can do it in the morning. I'm gonna I'm I gonna give you more props. I'm gonna give you more props lines. than you're gonna give yourself. She could you could change an entire scene on her <laughs> at lunch and she will be like ready for it in 30 minutes to an hour. Let's be honest. I need I need at least six months to learn three pages. <laughs> I am horrible. I can't. I'm the worst memorizer ever. So I am Sam. You're six and then you turn seven. Elle, are you on set with her during this time? Are you just in it? Are you back in at home? Are you even like aware of what's happening or? No, at that time, I was there a little bit. I think that maybe you were there back and forth. No, you were there. I was. I was there. I have photos of, um, you know, of me on set of like the director holding me and, and things like that. So our grandmother was there at the time. So again, <laughs> like she was with Elle. Yeah. 
Um, the director holding you. That's hysterical. Like we have a, we really, we blew it up. We, we have a big frame. The, the director's holding me. <laughs> I definitely, yeah, it's not, I, I can't say, oh yes, I remember this sparkling clear, but I, I, I was, I guess on set at that time. But um, do you remember doing the swing scenes and the laying in the grass? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> how, no. how, um, Honestly, how stagey, no. how stagey was, was stage mom? I mean, are we talking high, big stage mom or, or not a stage no. mom? No, really? mom is very no, My shy. mom is like, you will never, you like, I dare mom you to find a picture of my mom on the internet that's not like a paparazzi photo of her walking right. with us somewhere. Yeah. Like she's super, like when it came to, when it came to like work and, that stuff, like, she wanted, she helped, she, she like, jokes that, like, she helped me with an audition once, and, like, I didn't get it, and, like, whatever, and she was, like, I'm never, like, we're done, I'm not helping her ever again, like, she needs to just do this on her own, like, I don't know what I'm doing, like, it was too much, like, I don't think she wanted that pressure of feeling like she was somehow involved, you know what I mean? So she was just, like, our mom, like, she was never our manager, like, like, when I would be on a set, she was always, always, always there, but I would, I would, Sometimes be like, wait, where's my mom? And they're like, she's in the corner of the stage, like sitting in her chair, you know, like in the dark. Like she was always there and I always knew she was there and was definitely like um, present and aware of what was going on. But at the same time, she was like, do you know your lines for tomorrow? Like, do you know your lines? I'd be like, yeah, I do. And she's like, all right, well, there you go. Like that. And she would check in and be like, do you know what you're doing today? Like, are you, you feel good about mm-hmm. it? I'm like, yeah, I got it. She's like, all right. And um, did, so, did you girls have performance in your family? I mean, or did this? Was, I was just going to talk out? about this. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Because we came from a sports family. So, mom played tennis in college. Um, our dad was a played baseball for the St. Louis Cardinals, and our grandfather, my mom's dad, was a quarterback in the NFL for the Eagles. So, at oh, a very shit. heavy sports background. And like, I mean, we've talked about this. We but, were a you know, disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> for, for a little while. Yeah. I was like, but Mom, are you, you know, going to be a professional tennis player? It was like, right. no, we're not going to be. <laughs> you know, it was like, but wait oh. till you see me do it in a movie. <laughs> yeah. <that'll be laughs> yeah. You no, know, I went to, this is so funny. I like, God, maybe like a year ago or a couple years ago, I, I went to the ESPY Awards. And like presented to uh, like rookie it. player of the year something for, for to Zion Williams, Williamson, mm. and I think and like my mom, me going to the ESPY awards was the pinnacle. Uh, I mean, oh my, this is huge. You're gonna see this person. Like I've never seen my mom more excited of anything that I've ever, <laughs> ever done, done ever. I was like <laughs> going to the ESPY awards <laughs> and like. Well, they're a big deal. Like, SB Awards are a big deal. Like, you know, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. But that's, to her, like, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I've always loved, like, this is something, I really love having the mom who knows about sports. Like, yeah. I've, I love that feeling. I don't know, it's like a feeling of, like, we'd get in the, you know, t- a taxi cab in New York or something, and, like, you know, it's, mom and her daughters are in like in the the cab drivers listening on the radio to like the game or something and he like you know turns it down or like wants to get you know and like they underestimate what mom knows yeah she knows everything and it's so cool yeah like having that mom who you know can 
talk about that. Is she with, a baseball? Yeah. Is it she like like football, baseball, all of it? All of it. Yeah, all of it. yeah, all of I love it. that. Yeah, all of it. She knows it all. <laughs> so now you start your you guys enter this world of acting. Dakota, was it a conscious thing for you to want to do do it, or did it just kind of happen? I mean, I think it was a little bit of both. I think back to like, you know, my my mom was a parent who put me into like a lot of different things, like ballet, gymnastics, soccer, tennis, like just kind of see what I was into. Like I played the violin, like, you know, she was sort of had me in a lot of different activities from a really young age to, I think, see what I had a natural affinity for. Um and I liked all of it fine. I didn't like the sports. I was like, didn't, I didn't like playing the sports. I once came up to her on the tennis court and was like, oh, mama, I'm so hot. And she was like, <laughs> oh, no. This isn't going to work. Um, and so I liked doing all of it fine, you know, but it was like pulling teeth to get me to practice my violin or like do any of the stuff because I just wanted to play around the house and like play pretend and like set up my own scenarios and you know do all of that yeah and then you like had a most real baby doll come in <laughs> yeah and then I had, yeah, I know I was, I, I was about to I was about to ask that like yeah. when when oh, Elle came oh into the god. world was this a happy moment for you or was this a moment oh, of like my oh my god oh thrilled. you were in love I was oh, so excited in, so I was born during a tornado yeah. Um, and Dakota was sleeping on a cot next to my next mom. Next to mom while she was giving birth. But and I never woke up. I just slept <gasps> through it. The whole time. And really? Then, and I was born. And then Dakota, mom, I was a surprise with both of us. She didn't find out the gender. And so then I was born and Dakota woke up. There's a video. I've seen the video. And she says, what is like, it? What is it? Like, what is it? And my mom's it's like, it's a girl. I like crawl uh. in the bed with her. And like, it was such a... I can never, when I hear of people talking about like having a younger sibling and being like pissed about it, I'm so, I just can't personally relate to it because it was just so not yeah. that. I, I also, I, I, I was mature. I, <laughs> I, I also was mature for my age from the start, like even before I started acting. So my mom, like I was four, but my mom included me in this process of like, we mm -hmm. were having a baby. Do you know what I mean? Like we were, mm -hmm. and I was like a part of helping oh. and doing all this stuff. And I was super girly. So I was always playing like mom and baby doll. And so, yeah, I did. I ended up getting a, well, we a got, real one. I mean, and then, you know, if my sidetrack, but this was just like, we would play around the house constantly. That was our favorite thing to do, but we wouldn't perform like people think we wouldn't no. put on plays. Like I didn't people. want any adults to watch. It was like, we, we did were, our like, own scenes and we closed. did it for ourselves. Yeah. And like, it'd be like, mm -hmm. yeah, doors mm -hmm. closed and like, and but we, it would be like full on, like we would have birthing scenes. So like I would be <laughs> I'm like, this is, weird. this is weird. People think this is weird. Yeah, no, I want to. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. This is amazing. No, I would be like, so I would be like under her back. And no, not, not that crazy. No, I would not. Yes, I would. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You're my wife. Not that crazy. You would not be like nude. <laughs> 
You were playing. It's like Little House on the Prairie. You guys were like having, you were si- sisters helping each, assisting each other through your home birth. Exactly. Yeah, we exactly. And then would be the doctor and she'd be the person, like swaddle me up. Like we would play all, and, and because Ugh. she had her ER thing, she had all of the. Um, yeah, because I did ER. I had all this medical her, gear that they gave it. me. They gave us the real, you know, medical gear and we would play with that. <laughs> oh the more things God. that looked real. The more we made the sets look real, like everything real, like the better. Yeah. So we were doing that from the beginning. Uh. What I love about hearing about this is like, I would give anything to have had that sort of experience with a sister. Instead, (laughs) my brother was making horror films and I was always the victim. Oh no. That's what happens when you're the younger sister with 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 a brother. Oh yeah. They're like, just just no, no, no. stand in the field and we're going to kill you. Just yeah, stay and in by the, the way, you know, we're going to tape this, we're going to tape this, we're going to tape this firecracker on uh, you because it's uh-huh. going to be like a squib and we're going to tape right. the firecracker on you and we're going to light it and then run away and then we're going to film it blow up on your chest. <laughs> and you know what? That's how I we didn't play. do it. And yeah. I would do it. Yeah. yeah. Thank God. Because I'd do anything so funny. for my it's brother. It's so funny. I... I would love to, I would love to like just see your parents, you know, listening to you girls deciding what you're going to play. Like, um, oh, so, yeah. uh, do you want to play birth? Do you want to play birthing? Yeah, do you want to play birthing right now? As, as parents would be like, like, oh, Jesus, shit, they're doing the birthing thing again? But see, that goes back to the original, que- that goes back to the original question of like, how did this happen? I think my mom was like, she couldn't stop it. She couldn't stop us from doing this stuff. So she was like, okay, I'll, I guess I'll put Dakota in like a theater camp, summer camp where you like study for the play and then perform the play at the end of the week, like a drama, drama thing. And that's where it actually started because the head of that program was like, your daughter's really like pays attention more than the other kids and seems to be really like present and, you know, seems to really enjoy this. You should, you know, take her to an agency, see if she wants to do some commercials or something. Like, I think she might really like it. And so that's where it kind of started. And, you know, my mom was like, do you want to? And I was like, yeah, sounds well. Sounds Elle, good. What about, <laughs> what about, what about, what about, you know, when your sister started to work and she was away, I mean, you, you, you kind of lost your best friend. I mean, did that, did, do you remember her not being there or were you always together? You know, because you were four years well, young. I mean, we we weren't always together because, you know, I would be um, off, you know, doing a film. Elle would be doing something too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but also I think what's so great is like we have like a mutual understanding of what we do. We're not like, we're not super involved in each other's business. We're starting to more now kind of start to do stuff together and want to kind of merge that. But before it's like you did your movie I did mine, like, I would never read your script or go over lines together, like, ew, no, it's our own thing, and, um, and so I think it was nice, like, I still felt connected to her at that time, like, even though, yes, it was sad, and I missed her, and I would, we'd always find time that I would visit the sets, like, I remember going on Dreamer, and, like, being in, you know, there for a little bit. would always come visit. I would always come visit, but, um... Yeah, but we still had like a little like a mutual string because I like I I understood what she was doing. I also think that when we were I also think that when we were home together, my mom like because she knew that you know I at first and then Elle joining in like had 
kind of work responsibilities. So when we were at home, we got to just like go in the playroom and play out those scenarios and like not be bothered for endless amounts of time. You know, like we weren't sort of being like, now make your bed and do your chore. Like we, of course, did like normal things, but I think my mom also really let us have that kid time at home when they're when we weren't, you know, didn't have as many didn't quote unquote working. So we ordered article. We took care of it. It is currently up and running, our outdoor furniture. And uh, it is a very beautiful sight to see. It has. Are you loving it? I am. I'm loving it. It's made our sort of children's frat house look a little bit more elegant. Um, <laughs> because let's face it, we have three kids and, and they have free reign. But our article furniture has definitely spiced it up a little bit. We've, we've turned into semi-adults. Thank you, Art. Tell me about the process of getting your furniture. Yeah, no, it was it was simple. Actually, Aaron did it. Babe, do you want to tell your story? It's super easy to use, super user friendly, but it was also, um, you know, design wise, they give you cool ideas, things that go together, um, stuff like that. It was really fun. They're dedicated to more of like a modern a modern aesthetic, right? Like a mid century. Article's whole purpose. And their whole mission is to create pieces that are affordable. Um, they are dedicated to modern aesthetic of mid-century and Scandinavian industrial and bohemian design. Yes, and that's why it speaks to me because I am a Scandinavian bohemian guy. Just in general. Yeah. And I, I, I should have grown up in the mid-century and I'm pretty industrial. So that's why this <laughs> whole thing sort of fits me. But more importantly, it's the prices, okay? It's 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 very inexpensive. You save up to thirty percent. But it looks expensive. It, and chic. Right, right. Aaron says it looks expensive and chic, but it is not expensive. You're saving over thirty percent of traditional retail prices, and they they you're they're able to keep these prices low because they cut out the middleman and they sell directly to you. So there's no showrooms or you don't have any salespeople. There's no markups. Right. Ollie, tell us what our call to action is for our viewers. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So you go to article.com slash sibling, and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. Okay? That's article.com slash sibling to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. When when did you feel Dakota like oh I'm becoming like a famous young girl could you could you see it from could you experience it internally as it was happening not not really for a while I mean I think I never really thought of myself that way there was such an importance on humility and like you know not becoming any sort of person with a big head by my family. And so that never really happened. And there was not like a huge, I didn't feel valued in my home for what I did. You know, like I felt like, <laughs> I, 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 like it was just a part of like our lives and a part of who I was, of course, but it was like, 
if I would like miss if I would start like really misbehaving or something at home, my mom would be like, Cindy was our first agent and my agent for until I was 18. She was like, I'm calling Cindy. We're done. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I, I don't have to be doing this. I don't want to be doing this. Like, if you're going to act this way, like, it's over. I'm calling her right now. Like, <laughs> we're, we're leaving. And we're like, no, please. Like, stop. You can't. She's like, okay, then like, get it together. Like, stop. Um, so there was always this feeling of, you know, well, I also think a feeling of that, that it could all be, I mean, taken away in a second, not from like our family, but it's just like, you know, I don't know with, with I don't know just like there's so many people that would like to be in your position and so it was always you know doing what I did was was um something that I valued a lot and then I mean in terms of just I think I didn't I didn't feel that sort of thing until I was a little bit older like in my teens like I started going to high school um, I was homeschooled until ninth grade and then I went to Campbell Hall so I thought it was pretty cool I, I remember like I don't know if you remember that I did this, but like in um, like supermarkets or stores and things like oh, I yeah. knew that my sister was famous. Like I loved it. <laughs> and like, but you can always tell like, um, you know, when pe- someone recognizes the person, you know, to see it. Yeah. And like, I would be able to see it. And I'm like, oh, they're like whispering. And so I would be like, Dakota. Like I would like call it out <laughs> to be like confirmed that that was her. And so then I would be, I don't know, then I guess I would kind of feel like the in-person because then they would come over and I'm like, yeah, I'm the sister. Like, yes. <laughs> and so it would like give me cred. Like I was, I, I was definitely aware that you, you know, I, that you were known. And I, I, I liked that. Like I like being a part of the posse. <laughs> I ask because it, what's interesting to me, it's like when, for instance, when I knew that I was getting like traction that kind of year that all of that was happening. You're aware of it because you're getting asked to do certain things and you can feel the momentum of people going, oh, we're, we got our eye on this young actress. As a little kid, did you feel that momentum or were you, did your mother kind of protect you from that momentum? Mm -hmm. I think I could feel it because I was continuing to work. Do you know what I mean? So it was like, because the way it started out was so kind of like, well, we're, you're doing this. We're going to, you know, this movie's happening. And then, and then we'll go back to Georgia. It's like, and then we didn't go back to Georgia and then I'm doing something else. So I was like, oh, okay. Something is, you know, um, going on here for sure. And I think that I have like a knack for, you know, being an actor and I was really enjoying it. And, and so I could feel it in that way, but I do think that my mom protected me from it because I do think that she didn't want, um, and I, and I think it's why I'm still an actor. And I think it's why, you know, it's, it's something that I still love. She, it was, you know, the importance was placed on the experiences and not all of the surrounding stuff. You know, it was like the learning experience of like being on a set and like these directors I was getting to work with and these actors and like all of these amazing people. And again, it was like, I wasn't doing like a bunch of photo shoots for covers of magazines at 10. You know what I'm saying? Like that didn't Mm -hmm. start happening Mm -hmm. until I was a little bit older. Um, And so then it sort of kind of, I think it's kind of constantly shifted and ebbs and flows and like those feelings. I think I'm so used to what I do that it's just such a part of my life. And it's hard to like get outside of it sometimes and like look, you know, 
look back into it. My second part to that question is you then have an extreme professionalism that has, I mean, I can only assume that you you continue to have that very like strict so. yes, work I ethic so. and professionalism <laughs> that you yeah. bring that everybody talks about. Do you think that was instilled at an early age that it's your nature or do you think it's based on kind of the experiences you've had with the people that you worked with from that age? I think it's a combination. I think it's definitely my nature though. Like I think I've, I've always been a rule follower. I've always, you know, I've always been a kind of like, I don't know. Don't you think rule follower? Like I, I, I think it's, it's my, it, it comes very easily to me to be on time. It comes very easily to me to, you know, I don't think it comes easily. It's kind of like, there's no other way. Like you can't yeah. not be, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, so I think, I think it's, I think it's a little bit of both. You, I think it is my nature. Are you the nature. same way, L? I'm definitely, yeah. Like, I mean, in terms of like, oh, technical. Yeah. Like on a on set. set. Very professional. Yes. Yeah. yes. In life. No, no, but I definitely, I think it is the younger sibling, it is the younger sibling cliche syndrome of like, okay, I'm going to break the rules, like test the water, see what I can really get away with. Like, I, I also, I don't know, I think that the older one has to keep all, keep everything going and keep everyone's shit together so Elle can like tornado in and tornado out. That's kind of the way it goes here. Would you, would you, would you, would you, do you guys, would you guys say that you're very different actresses or are you similar actresses? That's funny. I don't know. I feel like people that we've worked with say that, say that we're really we're different. different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we're supposed mm-hmm. to be doing a movie together. For like the first time, which we've never, we're playing sisters. (laughs) We have never done that. So it's really going to be interesting. But I mean, I can't, I don't know. We think the same way about. I've been told by people that have worked with both of us, I've been told that like I'm much more, I mean, not serious, but just I'm a little bit more like still and kind of internal and even just my. Sometimes my personality even not like someone worked with both of us and they were like, you in the makeup trailer in the morning and your sister in the makeup trailer in the morning are totally different like yeah. people. <laughs> like you seem, you're not even like, you seem like you're not even sisters how different you are. You know, so I think, I think that yeah. um, in that way. What about um, your preparation? Different. What about preparation? You know, I mean, everyone we, does it differently. We never talked about that. We never talk about it. I think we get like cringed out talking about it. We're like, like like, creepy talking about acting. It's like, (laughs) 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 there's something like a very embarrassing element that I feel like embarrassed. Like, I don't know. It's weird. Like even watching each other's Mm -hmm. stuff. It's like, I can't like watching it with you or like, Ooh, it's just embarrassing. I don't know. It's embarrassing. Well, it's that thing, isn't it? When you do something that your family knows, like that you all like, I mean, I guess kids would call it cringy. Like there are times when you're watching a movie where you do something and only your family laughs at it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's the best. There's nothing better than when a whole audience has no idea what your whole family's laughing at. Totally. I know. You're like, oh, I did that. I said that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're the only siblings, so like, I don't know. I just, I feel like 
you know, Dakota knows me the best, you know, I mean, you see, and I feel like I know you the best, Mm -hmm. you know, but I mean, it's also interesting, like how, you know, not relationship change, but it's like, we're still sisters, but now, you know, I'm invited, you know, we're, we're close enough in age to like, I can hang out with her friends and like, she just got a new house. And like, we're talking about things that we normally you know, when you're younger, you're so dip. Like when you're like, mm-hmm. you know, middle school and high school, it's like four you know, years for a while feels that's like a lot. A that's big a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. I mean, how old are you now, L? I'm 22. Okay, so yeah, mm-hmm. you've yeah, but, hit but, that but, place but like now. Seventeen and thirteen. Yeah. I mean, that's like so that's, different. Yeah. The things that you're doing on the weekends are completely opposite. You know, like and there's. So we, you definitely, we were always close. But I feel like there was a time where like we were kind of both doing the same things. And then I don't know when it was, but it was like just something like a crack. Like maybe when I would go visit you in New York yeah. or something. And we would have like times where we would like tell each other things. And that's like, well, because yeah, you also special. hit that point Especially of like. for a younger sibling when like the older one is kind of confiding in you or asking like, that's really exciting. You know, that feels, that's like. Oh, they care about my opinion. You know, I'm not just like the little pest or something, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> but you also have to make sure that the things that you tell the younger one, that the younger one's not going to like use against you to your mom, like in the heat of an argument, you know. So I had to like well, make that sure changed, I mean, that, that, that shift had happened before yeah. I started opening up too much. Um, I, I think it's so yeah. interesting because it's hard to talk about your guys' childhood without talking about making movies. I mean, it's, it's like kind of impossible. Right out the gate. Yeah. You were both immersed in a very different upbringing than most Mm -hmm. people would ever have. Mm -hmm. And I know how exhausting it is as even when, you know, as a 20-year-old working the way that I was working. Did you ever have moments when you were a kid where you were like, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to be a normal kid. I don't want to have to show up to work. And I honestly never felt that way. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, never. Um, No, but I mean, when I I actually got sort of hit with like, okay, this is what it's really like, is when you don't have the child hours anymore, which is when you graduate from high school. Right. So I graduated from high school when I was 17, um, like, you know, eight months before I would turn 18 and, and you're an adult. So then you're, you're hit with the long days. You're hit with all of that. And I was like, whoa, okay. This is, I yeah, remember doing my first like real night yeah. shoot, you know, <laughs> like when you're older, it's like, I mean, when you're younger, you can get like special permission from SAG sometimes to work till like 1230 on a non-school night, you know, like, the, and some, so sometimes that happens, you know, like, but it's, and you, you gain an hour, like with each age. So, you know, it's like six and a half hours, seven and a half hours. And then three of that has to be for school anyways. So, um, well, I mean, I think that's great. And that's a good thing. I mean, that I don't think I should have been working any more hours than I was working, but, you know, so I felt very protected. And then when I graduated from high school and, and was like hit with the first 16 hour day, I was like, damn, okay, this is like what it's actually like. And I still loved it. And, you know, it didn't, it didn't bother me. But no, I, I never was like, I, because I do feel like I, even though, of course, our childhood is so defined by making films, like I, I, 
I do feel that I got the best of of both. Like I I had the same, I was homeschooled by the same teacher from six until I went to Campbell Hall. When I wasn't working, I would go to her house. Like, so of course my schooling wasn't, you know, traditional, but it was consistent. So mm-hmm. I think that's important. Like the things in my like real life when I would come home were so consistent. Like I could depend upon certain things to happen. So it made the zipping around the world and the changing and all of that exciting and fun because I knew that when I was going to come home, things were going to be a certain way. And and that was always true. And Elle, true. did you feel like yeah. you had a similar experience well, with your schooling? And Well, she started Camel Hall in fourth grade. Yeah, so I was homeschooled till um, till third grade. No, fourth grade. Well, no, I went to school in fourth grade. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Gob homeschooled me, or grandmother, until third grade. And then I went, and I was like, I have no friends. Like, I didn't have any, like, kids that were my age that I, like, I hung out with. Because also you're on a set, and everyone's adults. And I've basically only done... I did Super 8. I was 12. Like, those were other... Like, those boys also were... They're around my age. But still... I think Elle was craving the social... the social The social stuff Mm -hmm. earlier than I was. Yeah, so then I I Mm. went to... Yeah, at nine years old, fourth grade, I went to my school. And then I was in school and graduated from that school all the way to Mm. 12th grade. And I had, like, proms and the parties. Like, I had that high school experience, which is really what I wanted. So... So um, when you and I Dakota, that and Dakota, you don't feel yeah, like you don't feel like you missed out on any of that. Oh, you did have that. No, I went in. I started. I just started in ninth grade. I think yeah, for me, okay. it was like I wanted to go to high school. Like I felt like that was too once in a lifetime that I didn't want to miss out on that stuff. So I did ninth to twelfth. Yeah, L, was, I think is was just craving the like social aspect a little sooner. Was the boy thing hard because you were? known both of you um did it feel i mean easy but hard do you know what i mean like was it more like it wasn't hard for l it was not it (laughs) was not hard for l let me just tell you that no (laughs) (laughs) um for me i did i think this is just a, a thread through every aspect of my life that i'm just now feeling like it's something that I don't have to talk about as much anymore because I don't feel it as much anymore. Just literally like in the last year or two is people always think that I'm younger than I am. You know, like right, all, right. they have this idea of your six my age, my my personality. Like, you know, they have, there's so many preconceived notions about that. And I, and I think they're actually a lot of them are just opposite of, of what is true in, in real life. Um, which is also fine with me because I'm also such a private person. So it actually doesn't bother me. Like it's fine. Yeah. The one thing that does start to bother you when you're 15 is somebody being like, you look so young still, or I remember you when you were seven. It's like, <laughs> okay, you know, yeah. right. Oh, cool. Um, so I think for me with the boy thing, I mean, I had little things, but I felt a little sort of like, a little untouchable, not because yeah. I, not because boys were like, oh, you're young, not like that, but I think they were like, whoa, not like, yeah, it was a little, there. Yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, we totally. can't go there. Like, we can't like fuck around with you, you know, like, we're kind of yeah. whatever. <laughs> so I was like, 
yeah, you can. Like, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Elle did not feel that. Elle was like, yeah, but I, don't, I, I don't think care. too, though, I'm going to just chime in because I've known you. You know, I think too, you're probably, your like maturity level was probably incredibly intimidating. Like just your experiences yeah. alone in your life. Yeah. Like you go to school, the first guy that you're supposed to like have a crush on at like 15, 16, <laughs> you know, or like, you know, is like, oh my God, like she's traveled the world. She just like, oh yeah. In their mind, they're like, this is just way too intimidating. <laughs> too That's what happened. And in your Literally mind, you're exactly like, I'm really not happens. that person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Poor, poor little, poor boys. I mean, they were probably so intimidated. They had no idea where to take you, even if they wanted to take you on a date. Like, you know, a, little, <laughs> yeah. a move. A movie was not good enough, or you and know. And then what she I mean? pops like, up on the screen. She's in the movie, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or in the trailer. In the know? trailer, like, right? Oh. But I was like, it's fine. Okay. Relax. It's okay. I like movies too. Like I like going to movies. Like relax. It's okay. You're yeah. like, oh no, it's too scary. But that's another aspect of my personality is I'm unapologetic about that stuff. So it was like, mm-hmm. eh, whatever. You can't handle it. Bye. And then you, of course, had to, you did everything. And then Elle coming up, she's like prepared for all of it. You know, of course I got like, you know, called into auditions or media or whatever because, oh, that's Dakota Fanning's sister. Like, so let's see what, you know, she can do. Of course, yes, then there's a time you have to, you know, you have to prove your you have to be your own person. And like, cause for a long time, I also was like, I would get recognized as Dakota a lot. So people would come up to me and say, Oh, are you Dakota Fanning? I'm like, Oh no, I'm, I'm her sister, you know? So, um, and you know, when I did, you know, certain movies or maybe like, you know, I did Maleficent and then it was like, people kind of started to know me for me a little bit more. And I also think we, I mean, we don't look, we don't think we look very, we don't think I don't that know. I'm also, I'm like, we know that we look like I'm, sisters, but like, we're like totally different, different. physically. I know. I'm like, I think nine. so. <laughs> I can really She's see tiny. the difference. Now, when, now when we get, because it happened, now I get mistaken for L and like, but sometimes <laughs> by like somebody doing an interview or something, like, or so, if I, if it's in a certain setting, I'm like, you know what? It's not that hard. You know what I mean? It's not that hard to know the difference. Like, come on. (laughs) Even though it doesn't bother me, but I'm just like, what? (laughs) Did you try to emulate your sister? I mean, did you look up to her and want to emulate her? Or were you conscious of wanting to be different from her and and make your own mark? I, I think it was a bit, I mean, at first it was like, I wanted to, you know, everything the big sister does, you want to try out. And it was like, oh, she's doing this, these movies and like a part of that. I want to see what that feels like. And, but then at the same time, like, I love to sing. I love to dance. And like, we watch old videos of us. And like, I was such a ham, like always wanted the camera on me. Always, like very attention whore. (laughs) Like, so it was pretty (laughs) obvious that like, okay, this person is going to be, in the entertainment world or, or something. But I also prided myself on, I think this was something that my mom kind of instilled in both of us is like the differences and the unique quirky bits are really important. And my mom, like I was the kid, I, I loved clothes and like she would bring me, thr- go, we'd go thrift shopping and I like loved all the smell of the old like 
musty clothes. I was clothes. like, I was like this I was is like, gross. gross. Get me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but Take I have to the dry cleaners. Like, oh, I love it. <laughs> so I think like we are different, and I realize like if I want to kind of carve my own path, like I have to be different, and I have to. You were always different, though. Like, it, yeah. you were always, it was not. It I wasn't movie-based. It was just, like, it was always different from the start. She was, like. But, and I liked, know. but at least, like, my mom was, like, okay, like, that's fine. You can, you know, we had free dress Fridays at school, and I, I would wear really crazy outfits and, like, be made fun of <laughs> and for for wearing things. And, like, mom would be, like, you can wear whatever you want and, like, go I out and that's care. fine. And I didn't care. So, I think I really pride myself on being different so i don't think i really tried to emulate you your mom sounds like a pretty amazing woman by the way she is she sounds like she knew how to create structure but at the same time gave you your freedom to be whoever the hell it is that you wanted to be you know let you forge your own path let you make your own mistakes wasn't too involved with every little aspect of your life and your career i mean she sounds like a pretty evolved person she is i mean she's definitely like you know, wants to now as we're getting older and like she's not going on movies with us anymore and stuff. She like wants to be involved in everything else that we do. You know, (laughs) she's she's like kind of missing that, you know, she's like, wait, now what? You know, so we're all so couldn't be closer. I mean, literally like my mom is like, my arm, you know what I mean? Something that I take for granted that's always there. But if it was gone, I w- would like not know what to do. You know, like I, I she is um, the closest person to us both. Are you able to reflect on what that sacrifice was for her and like what your grandma and mom did for you guys for your yeah, careers? I think about it all the time. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Well, she gave up her life. Life, you know, you know I mean, like, she, she just to LA, like, like that was nothing in her, you know, realm of possibility that she ever, you know, thought that she would do. I don't think. She just, I think, saw something like unique in both of us and realized that, you know, what she had planned out for her life and her kids was going to take on, was going to go down this different path. And I think it definitely scared her and it definitely made her kind of, you know, uncomfortable at times but I think that she like there's no one that believes in us more as people or as actors or you know that we can kind of do and be anything that we want to be and and has believed that you know from the start of our lives and so um but I can reflect on the sacrifice 100% because I get asked all the time like would I if my kid wanted to be an actor at a, you know, under 18, what would I say? And for me, it's like, I, in theory, yes, but then am I selfless enough to get, because I, I, you need to be, you need to be with your child all the time then. Like you can't, you have to give up, you have to give that up and, and give your, your own life up a little bit. And so I, I wonder if I, if I'm selfless enough to do that as my mom was. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty wild when you, when you think about it. When you're a kid, I know how. Like, I there's certain people that I've met that had a real impact on me in movies when I was younger. Who was the first person for you that was like, for both of you guys, that was like, 
wow. Like that gave me so much. There's a, there are a lot of people popping in my head. There are definitely two that I'm like two directors that like saw me. Um, there's a movie I did called Ginger and Rosa. I was 13 and Sally Potter directed that. Sally Potter. I mean, I was at, I was also, I was 13, like really like in a time in my life, like really changing. And she saw me, she had, um, my first kiss ever was on that set. Like of like, you know, I mean, it was a movie kiss, so it didn't really count, but yeah. like I'd never kissed anybody. And like, I tried to pretend like I had, you know, and, um, and there was a girl there, the, my friend in the film, she was 17. So she was older. And I think Sally and her, like, okay, we knew, they knew that this was like, I was lying. Yeah. <laughs> and they, um, they made sure they were like, Oh, it was like it, this guy was just in one of the scenes. He was like basically a background, but it was just like, let's make sure like, do you like him? And like, they show me pictures of, to cast, like who I liked, like who I thought. (laughs) And then um, we had that scene. And then Sally told me years later, who I'm like joined at the hip with still. And I worked with her a second time and she just saw me, but she told me later um, that that they used like my first kiss. So it's on screen. (laughs) (laughs) You should also Mike Mills. No, Marilyn Monroe. What? I don't know her. No, it doesn't have to be somebody that you know, right? Oh, okay. No. No. Oh, okay. Marilyn Monroe. I see what you mean. Like people yes. you watched in a movie or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, Marilyn Monroe, I love Well, I, you could do a both. It could be anything. I mean, both. I know, but I just, I, she has this thing with Marilyn Monroe that's so, oh. the, you know. That's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I always, like, I don't know. I saw a photo of her when I was like six or seven, and I just, was like so drawn to her as many people you know are but I became like obsessive and we had to go into we auctions of her things yeah my grandmother bought her and like, I dressed really? up as face her. cream she like dressed up as her like at and the I, auction and I was people like, like seven years old I was seven years old I dressed up in the full thing I was her for Halloween from the seven year itch I watched that movie which is like not her best film but you know it, it, I love this the iconic white dress and and yeah and I was going to the auction like doing her voice and pretending to be her and trying on all her bras and like, ooh, like doing all that oh at the auction. That is so funny. <laughs> and they're like, when did you find out how tragic she was? She yeah. <laughs> knew. I think she, knew. she like started, re- like yeah. one day it was like, I love Marilyn Monroe and I know all yeah. about her and I've watched all of her movies somehow. And we were like, wait, how, you're, you're seven. Like what's going on? And she was like, and I will be her for Halloween. And like, there's this auction. It's like, Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> like, and there's like a notorious story of like, you know, you get the auction book. And so I would, I marked up all the stuff that she wanted, all the stuff I wanted, which was everything except for oh a picture God. of Do- Joe DiMaggio. I did not want that. It was but like everything okay, else I wanted. You can get a face cream. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this is so amazing. You know, it's so funny because I mean, when you when you look when you think about actresses, you know, she really is to me. Like, I mean, you, when you watch Marilyn Monroe, the magnetism is like uh, uh, otherworldly. I mean, mm-hmm. it's and it's she's really so funny, incredible. You know, I love that. She really is. Yeah, she's so funny. Okay, Dakota. 
I know. I've been Girl. trying to think for me. Jeez. Well, now you have to answer both in person and. Yeah, there you oh, go. Okay, fine. So um, you have to say person. Kurt. Well, I mean, geez, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, I've never felt I don't know if I've worked with anyone since that I have felt has understood me the way that Kurt does. <laughs> like every, and I, I can be I mean, I think the greatest thing about Kurt is like you can be so super honest with Kurt about like yeah. every opinion oh, yeah. and feeling that you have, you know, it's like he kind of is open to hearing uh, pretty much anything. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, I'll, Hey, I'll say Kurt any day. That's, that was, no, no, you can't say paw. That's too, that's okay. too easy. Okay, okay. God, I don't know. What do you think? What the heck? <laughs> <laughs> I've had so many experiences that I feel like very defined by, I think, Working with Steven Spielberg is is definitely one of them. Something that I take like great pride in having had that experience because I I know that it's quite possibly a once in a lifetime thing that you know won't happen again. And um, and I feel like I appreciated every moment. And he's been such a uh, figure in my life that's been consistent. I think most people that I've worked with, I think working with me younger has made them kind of step up in that way to like stay in my life in some capacity. It's like I get a birthday card from Bob De Niro every year, handwritten card, you know, like I, there's certain things that are, have been constants since, um, you know, I was 10 when I worked with him, you know, so stuff like that. Um, A figure. I mean, I think for me, like when I was younger and seeing like Meryl Streep films, I was like, well, Mm. that's, I mean, you know, like that's, that's what you want to be that, like, you know, and you can only be so that's, lucky, but you do, you do want to, you do want to be like her. <laughs> yeah. um, so I, I definitely, that's something that's always kind of lived inside of me. Let me, let me ask you, let me ask you a question. How much, how much do you, how much, cause you guys are like actors, you know, how much do you feel like you have to play the game? You separating Hollywood and the town and what you, and, and the game and then you've got the craft, right, of what you guys do. How much, how, how much do you have to wade into the game? And how much can you just stay in the craft? I, don't know. I feel like as I've gotten older, I've realized, like, well, you're, you know, you find yourself and you're in a different position. You know more people or you're able, like, I don't know. You don't have to play the game as, like, you, I can, I, I've realized, like, okay, I don't have to play the game as much, whatever that means. I think I've realized, like, honestly, and I can say this, movies are, like, I, that's what I want to do. I want to direct stuff or write stuff. And we want, like, I, I want that. And I crave the creativity of it. Like, I love thinking about things and the details and the creative side. Like, I'm definitely way more that. But, and I get the business, I, I do get the business side. I do think that there's a world of like, I know that there's a life beyond movies. Like, I don't feel, mm. I, I don't feel like, oh, movies are just everything in the world. Like, I, I like dream of just like going off the grid and like buying a house. Don't say off the grid in front of all of our Don't say OTG. Ollie will take you OTG. 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 That's right. It's about, it's about 200 meters off of the side of the house. Yeah, it's just, no, it's just it's the about, nearest tree. It's just it's, the nearest tree. <laughs> you know, with a cappuccino off camera. <laughs> I don't know. There's 
just something that like the game yeah. I I and parts of me really like the the part of me wants to like make fun of Elle's the, game. the crazy like yeah. artist person who's like, like you know doing the painting and like on the phone like talking to one of our agents and she's like who's on the phone you know it's like yeah. your agents are on the phone like you know so she's like all right hey like you know that's that's her whereas i'm like very like business minded you know like not not like oh i have to do this and like meet that i don't even mean like that but just i'm very business minded you know like mm-hmm. i of course there's a life beyond making movies and i i i feel the, the same way too i'm very are you calculated life, though are you calculated in your choices and sort of how you I, want your career to progress no probably i mean no i i'm i'm much more I'm instinctual more, yeah. than that but i do yeah. like Elle and I are starting a company together and like acquiring the rights to books and to articles and like, you know, thinking about that. And so I I do, as I'm getting older, have this desire to set up my life in a way that I'm producing things that I'm not acting in or, you know, that I, I can really like only act in things that I feel super passionate about or, or with people that I really want to work with and kind of creating a, a something that can exist around it that doesn't rely on me acting just because I never want to I still love being an actor so much and I I'm I, I recognize that after 20 years and starting at six years old that's yeah. you know I mean also really great but so. I also realize I think both of us realize like it is a business as well and like you can't yeah. be naive to that too yeah like and you know you you can it's like you want to make the tr- you want to make the right choice. It's just like, you know, choices are hard. So much goes into it. Every Like directors, this, oh, what, you know, it's like, oh, this is like a tiny little indie. Is it worth it right now to go do that? You know, it's just like, I love yeah. the script, but what's it going to be? And it's like, oh, it's about the experience, mm-hmm. but like, but still at the same time. I'm still, like, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, like, you know, like. It's so exciting though, Elle, what you're saying is you're taking the narrative into your own hands. So, That's, I mean, I think as you get older, especially for women, the more we read and the more we're looking at what there is out there, if we're not creating it, it's not happening. Well, then you're just sitting back sort of relying on someone to believe that you can do something that you know you can do. Which for too long, I think that's for me. I was like, I don't think you're right for this because you're like this. It's like, Mm -hmm. you're waiting for the okay or the right. Instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to create this, Mm -hmm. whether I'm in it or not. We've known for so long, female roles are very, really, really great ones are really hard to come by. Now there's more of them, but it's, it's complicated. And the reality is I was just saying this the other day, you know, when you've been around for a little bit, when you're a female, they're always looking for the new female. Yeah. And in the and and it doesn't and and it has no reflection on the desire of people to see you. Yeah. It's more of how like an old habitual way of seeing the ingenue or the young new breakthrough female. And so when when you start to get so big, all of a sudden you're like, wait, why am I not getting that part? I mean, I'm, I know that's my part. And you're like, no, we're going to give it to the next young Dakota fanning or L fan. And you're like, oh, okay. So now's when I start making my own choices. Yeah. Now I need to take care and make sure that I'm, you know, not only f- like 
creating a business that can support all actresses and women that I can say, yes, that's the, that's the woman I want in this, or this is the part I'm going to produce for myself. And so it's great. I mean, you're, you're, you know, at some point you always learn that and you either follow through with it as producers or, you know, you end up doing other things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sakara. Ooh, that's a good intro, actually. Sakara sounds like one of those 60s, 70s dreamy, you know, intros like Sakara, like Love Boat. Well, jingle t- tune making is runs in our family, so I know. You know, I wish Sakara would allow us to write their jingle. They'd make billions. <laughs> Oliver. I feel like you need another Sakara moment. I'm just saying. I do. I know. When I get back, when I get back, I'm getting. I'm going full Sakara. Sakara's been a, like one of a our longest sponsors. Here's the thing: if you want to feel better about what you are eating, okay, and you don't want the prep, you don't want to deal with the anything, mm-hmm. then this would be the food delivery program for you. Mm-hmm. And what Sakara does is they. Their chef, they create fully customized menus that change every week. And the food is yummy, 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 yummy. So they're ready to eat. Everything's healthy. Everything's plant-based, organic. And they do a more holistic program, meaning they, they provide you with supplements. They provide you with teas. And then Oliver's favorite, which is their powder, mm-hmm. um, their metabolism... Super, Super powder. powder. Yep. It's your, it's again, I'll say it again. I've said it 150 times. If you bloat, if you've got some weight gain, if you're exhausted, you drink this super powder and you just, you just feel good, man. Woo! Right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash sibling or enter code sibling at checkout. That's Sakara, S A K. A-R-A dot com slash sibling to get 20% off your first order. Sakara dot com slash sibling. Hey, hey, do you do you guys ever do you guys fight? I mean, do you have fights as sisters? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like big one, big ones, like bit where it's like, whoa. We're very like, I don't much, talk okay. to you for a while. Our whole family is like, um, like very outburst, like big, get it all out. Like say the nasty things, say the bad. Not I mean, the best, you know. It's not it's something not the, to brag about. No, to be honest with you, but, but this I is the fighting that dynamic. We that's how that. we are. And then the next day, you wake up and you're like, "Hey, like, love you." I mean, because that's super unhealthy, because, you know, we're not afraid to argue, and we're not like, and mm-hmm. and and we're very and fighting doesn't mean that you don't love someone or you know that you're not going to speak for uh a week or a month you know the, we we mm. that's never happened that's never that's never ever happened and mm. and it's still over usually like stupid stuff or and also i mm. you know we both know each other so well that i can trace back what she's worried about in her own head that's making her like get mad at me over something dumb or you know and she can do the same for me so it's like ugh. 
sometimes you can let it go. And sometimes, you know, we definitely fight, but, but really not over anything right. serious. It's, it's, no. right. I mean, fights it's never serious. are really over anything serious. I mean, I guess it depends family but do you remember your last fight wasn't it was yesterday i was it was yesterday you, it was. you uh you were mad at me or something then sometimes you'll just be like i just don't like the way you're acting right now you just you seem weird like you're just, like oh. ugh, you're acting weird like i i also feel like we take turns <laughs> on being yesterday. like emotional i feel i think that i also right now i'm feeling a little bit left out of this house's dynamic because i mm. moved into my house and so oh. I think that I can trace back, like when I see my mom and Elle being like too buddy buddy for my liking, oh, yeah. and I feel like they're like laughing at me behind my back, or like talking <laughs> about me behind my back, or like you know I'm saying something and they're sort of looking at each other. I'm like, well, no. but you yeah. guys don't do, the do same that. Thing. But then we, mom and I, I mean, but that's like, what I'm saying. I think we take turns with that. But I think right in this moment, I think that that's what I'm feeling. So if I'm being kind of like a little aggressive on with edge. Elle or a little on edge, it's because I'm feeling a little like, like you know. Jealous. Mm-hmm. Right, but you don't say like, <laughs> you're not the kind of person like- that says, guys, I'm feeling alienated. No. You're, you'll just be <gasps> no, like, no, what no. the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Talk about yeah. laughing behind my back. Like she said that she felt alienated. <laughs> 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 no. I think I would just be like, you two are buddy buddy right now, and I'm out of here. Like, I don't like the way you both are acting. Like, ugh, bye, gotta go. You know, like I'm done. Right. It comes up more like that. Yeah. But they know what I mean. I mean, they know what I mean and don't kind of and then if they <laughs> don't let it rile them up, then I mean, I'm it makes me mad. We definitely aren't like the family of like I mean, I guess it depends. With our mom, we both have things where like Mom can get, give the best advice. I think Dakota's inherited that. Like, Dakota gives really good at advice, and she's, like, a really good mm-hmm. friend. Like, she has a ton mm-hmm. of girlfriends and a lot of, like, which me, I'm kind of, like, more of, like, lone wolf. Like, I don't know. Like, I love being in social situations, but I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm a fine friend, but Dakota's a really good <laughs> friend. Like, a kind of an okay friend. Yeah, Not great. Elle has, like, two best friends like you know would you say two like two best friend like ride or die friends and i have a lot of people people and and enjoy the energy that goes into maintaining friendship not that you micromanage but i think you love managing all the different personalities of your friends and like you can see their different points of view and like you can understand a lot of different types of people and you know how to be a nice person yeah it's called being a nice person that's too much Yeah, it's called being connected, L. <laughs> in school, like in school, I um, like my what my best friend, you know, it, it, she's a girl, but like I, and not that I'm a guy, I'm not a guy's girl, but I mean, kind of like I, all of my closest friends from school, like I hung out with all the boys, like, but like in a tomboy way, like I was there, like I was like one of the guys, and like those are who those were my friends mm-hmm. and like still are like i don't know i so it's like because i think the way that even though my friends when she when she starts spewing all this stuff in front of my friends they're like yeah but i'll 
Sweet. We are your girlfriends too. Like we're friends with you too. Like you have to count us now. Like, oh, they're getting offended. No. They're starting to get offended. No, I know that, and I agree with that. But I'm like, you know, they're also, you know, your friends. But like, they, yeah, they've become mine too. Has quarantine and this time where we're not all working on sets and movies and know exactly when our next thing is happening, is that? Is this a nice moment or you, do you feel anxiety right now? Like, is it a little anxious? I feel more anxious. I'm definitely more on that spectrum. I don't know. I like the go, go, go. So I'm like, I'm like itching to get back to, and not that this is, I mean, it's definitely felt different, but I mean, I, and I've liked the time like being at home because there, I was working a lot and then. I thought I wasn't really going to have a break at all. And then this happened and it's like, whoa, a huge unexpected break. So I was like, I was not prepared to be sitting still right now, but I am. And I guess I have to deal with that. I think with that, for me, it's been a little bit more, more anxiety, but then I've also been able to think about things that I normally wouldn't think about and like, and, Mm -hmm. and get creative in a way that I wouldn't probably have the time to do it. Um, so I do that. Like I'm doing this short film. Our whole we have a whole set. I've built. We've built. My mom and I built a set in our house. A full. Living. That's fun. That's amazing. That's awesome. I, I'm so glad that I just moved out for this. Like <laughs> that has no, 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 Dakota, like, Dakota, no, Dakota, you're jealous. I'm not Dakota's the boom. Wait, see, that's why they're buddies. Okay. You're jealous. I'm not your fucking sound boom. guy today. Yeah. No, okay. this is this is where Dakota Dakota walks into the house and she goes, "Oh, so you're fucking filming something without yeah, me?" Literally, okay. that is, I can yeah. admit it. That's yeah. exactly oh. what I. Oh, great! Did you write me a part? Did, yeah. Am I in this? No, no, I no Dakota. You turned it down? Yeah. She's embarrassed. You passed. Embarrassed? No, I just was like, I just kind of don't want to. Yeah, because I'm making Sorry. people like bark like dogs and stuff. I was Nobody like, I just like, you're asking me and I, you know, do you want to do this? And the answer's no. I'm also somebody like, if you, don't ask me then if you don't want the the real answer. Oh, I don't care. No, she doesn't care. No, no, she, she didn't. Care. Right. I just got it out of the way in the beginning. I was like, I don't really want to do anything. She was like, That's Okay. Cool. For me, in terms of the anxiety and the patience with quarantine, I feel, uh, when I feel that like a huge group of people are in the same boat, mm. it takes my anxiety away because yes. I, even though I, I definitely do have control issues, not when the globe is experiencing something and like there's literally nothing that little old me can do about it. And so even though that of course is anxiety inducing, it's, also comforting to know that so many people are having these feelings and yeah and that kind of has put me at ease well, to what, sit what are a couple fighting. silver linings what are some silver linings for you guys during this time um silver linings are i think getting to spend so much time together has been yeah. wonderful to be in the same place for a, a big amount of time has been great my um my best friend uh, had a baby girl who's my goddaughter, which is a huge silver lining for me. Um, and I got to be here and, and get to, you know, kind of be a part of that, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I will honestly, and not just because of the theme of this podcast, I've said this, I've, I've said this unsolicited. I, I do think that Elle and I have in the last few months have 
probably gotten closer, gotten exponentially yeah. closer than we've ever been in our in our entire lives, and yeah. and I'm really happy about that. Yeah, and I think I mean I don't know maybe it is due to the quarantine. You know, it's like also you're in a little pod together. It's like you got to hang out together, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and you, know, you have no choice. Yeah, exactly. I think I think also just the state of the world. You kind of yeah. When things feel like they're on fire, you turn to your support system and it's where I feel the most comforted, right? And like, at least I know that that no matter what, even if we can't stand each other in a moment, like these are the people that have my back. And yeah. um, if you have a, a solidity in that, like if, if it's more solidified, it's amazing. And then I think the other thing that exacerbates it is when, you know, people don't have that. They, you know, it's why so many people are feeling such a deep loneliness right now too. So it's a really, it's a really, um, this time could only really bring you closer to the people that you know are like there for you. you but know? it can also bring you closer through adversity too, because sometimes when you're together, the real shit comes out, you know, and then yeah. you're able to then deal with it once it's come to the surface, you know? Yeah. So it, it, that, that, that close, that closeness definitely, you know, can start with some infighting and some shit that is pouring out of you. Because let's face it, I mean, we've not, we have not had to all be together in each other's faces for this amount of time ever. You know, whether you're married or siblings or whatever it is, even your kids. Totally. You know? Yeah. But before we go, like, what is what are you looking forward to? I know we're still kind of in this, feels like for our business, a holding pattern. But um, what is it that's on the horizon that you're excited about? Well, we're excited about the movie that we're, you know, going to be doing together, playing sisters. That's something. Can you talk about it yet? Or? Yeah, yeah. It's called The Nightingale. It's based on the book by Kristen Hanna, The Nightingale. Um, and it's set in World War II France. And um, and yeah, so that obviously is a something that we've not done before and kind of have protected the experience of working together on screen for the first time. I think and, we're also like we've. I don't know, as people, um, and I think in this business, I feel like it's important because, um, like, once you do something for the first time, like, you can never take it back. Yeah, so I think it's very, very much like that, like, going to whatever it is, you know, you can't take that first experience back. Like, So we've that, been very so. protective of it, and, and so I, I think that's the thing that I'm looking forward to. Elle, you're doing another season of The, the Great, Great mm-hmm. which I'm excited for. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Speed round. One word to describe the other. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, there's too many. Um, I say L is fiery. Um, I would say Dakota is determined. Oh, I like it. Okay. What about when you're eight? One word to describe you when you were little. I would I would say when you were eight, I feel like you were much more of a rule follower. So you do, my name, yeah. Dakota, <laughs> is a rule follower. See, when she's eight. I'm a rule follower. I don't mind. There you go. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Um, L was wild, wild, wild child, wild child at eight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think is one thing that each of you needs to work on the most? Like one quality. 
some of the, some of these things that I think Elle, that I would have said in the past that she needs to work on, I've seen a big shift in, in the last maybe year in, in her. I, I would have said like, she needs to work on focusing on like the practicalities and logistics of life. Like, you know, like to, to, just be more practical day-to-day stuff to be more practical Mm -hmm. i think that that has gotten like way better in the last maybe six months to a year but i i think you could still i think you could still (laughs) i would say dakota needs to work on i don't know i mean like it makes her who she is so it's difficult but for me i would say it's like the the rigidness sometimes of and and then you but you're putting that on yourself like the world is not telling you that you have to do this or you'll die it's like the floor is lava thing it's like the floor is not lava it's like <laughs> so, you know like you, you, you're That's not funny. gonna blow up like if something yeah. is not okay you know it, yeah, it'll yeah be fine totally so who's more of the old soul then D- Dakota I would say I guess no. I don't know. Oh. We both have a little going on. Yeah. Old soul. <laughs> I feel like I'm like a, cause I spent, this is Elle speaking, because I spent so much time with my grandmother, um, I have like a old soul, like Southern lady thing. Like I've inherited that. So like, you know, right. I'll look at situations in yes. that way or I'll say like, modern day like, old soul. Yeah. She'll um, say like, geez Louise or like right. you know, little things. She's like, like our grandmother had me said. my pocketbook. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I'm very nostalgic. I love the past of like, you know, different periods. I, I feel like I, I wish I was born in a different, I don't know. That, you know era. Era maybe. Well, that's the bee's knees. Yeah. <laughs> Who is more camera shy? Camera shy? I would say Dakota. Me. Mm. Who's bossier? Dakota. For sure. 100%. <laughs> you know, all we need is a couple hours if we know the answer to that one. <laughs> yes. Who's more athletic, given the fact that your family is all athletic? I played more sports in school. I played more sports in school. I mean, listen, we all, like, we we... Are not I threw like out, okay. I threw out the first pitch at the Dodgers game, and boom, it went That's right cool. there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like she's right still there. singing about the Dodgers game for yeah, a very long a time. Yeah, no, we're both. I mean, we're both <laughs> athletic. I just don't enjoy playing sports, like at all. Yeah, I like it. So you don't like competitive. You don't like the competitive nature of it. No, or, I do like the. That's the only aspect that I do like. But I don't. I. I'm somebody I don't love doing things that I'm not I'm not good at or that I know I'm not good at. So I will just sit out. I'll just go and judge. Not for me. No, I'm good. I don't want I don't want to. I don't I don't feel like it because I just don't I just don't feel like it. (laughs) (laughs) What is what was your first rebellious moment? I mean, I've had obviously like I've definitely, you know told my mom a bunch of lies in high school about where I was going and like, you know, that sort of thing, you know, that I'm now at, I now feel more comfortable to reveal some of the truths, you know, it's like, when is it cool to like tell the truth to your parents about what you were really doing? Um, So I've definitely done that, but getting my, um, getting my cartilage pierced without mentioning anything to my mom. Actually, no, I got these two, 
piercings before and then I got my cartilage pierced and like just showed up one day because I was living in New York at the time and I just showed up at home and she was like what is in your ear and I was like a piercing she was like <laughs> and she was if like, that's if that's rebellion yeah. then your mom is like you know it's nothing yeah, seriously <laughs> what about you I'm trying to think I mean I definitely would like keep secrets to myself like when I was really young remember I told you about that thing the other day where I would pee on the carpet just because I wanted to (laughs) (laughs) I was like remember that room we shared a room for a brief moment she was like remember that room um she was like yeah you know the corner like behind my bed like on the side of my bed I was like "Uh uh-huh she was like yeah, I used to pee over there sometimes for like years. And I was like, what? She was like, and I was like, why? And she was like, just just for fun, just, just because. That, just by the little, way, that's, that's funny. So there we go. It is one of those things when you're little, you too, you're sort of like, I'm just going to like do this because yeah. I right. want to. Did you guys, did you guys tattle on each other or like mainly have each other's backs? We, oh, I remember, oh, do you remember that I was mortified and you did this to me? Yes. Mm. And we were playing, it was again, playing a scene. We were playing tattoo artists and I wrote a whole paper on this in school. Actually, we were playing tattoo artists and I don't know, I was a kid and I didn't know. And I thought like, Ooh, tattoos, like tattoo artists watch porn so i came out with i thought i don't know i thought when i was i was young and i was like what? first of all tattoo no no you watch porn. no that was the thing. yes no you're you're no. correct you're correct that you're was correct the thing. that was the, i just thought oh tattoos are bad like mom didn't want us to get tattoos and i was like ooh, porn is bad like maybe tattoos they do the same thing porn. So we have <laughs> it's gonna be the name of this episode yeah and you and you held this over my head forever, and and you finally what, one dinner, mom? yeah, because I said, oh, let's let's. Uh, we were playing, we were tattoo artists playing, and I said, let's watch porn, and you were like, oh, and I thought that was, and I was like, oh my oh, god, no. that's so bad, and then you, and then we were at dinner, and you were like, I'm gonna tell her, I'm gonna tell her, and then like you told mom, like that Elle said that, oh and mom god. probably did, mom was probably Dakota like, was laughing, was laughing. Oh yeah. my god, but I was like, oh my god, I don't big betrayal, that. so Huge sorry. That's God, so, so funny. <laughs> totally breaking the sibling code. You're not supposed to tell. We definitely don't now. We definitely no. and haven't for years. No. Okay, who's better at giving speeches? Dakota's really good at giving speeches. Yeah, that's Amy. Yeah, yeah, that's Amy. What about first celebrity crush? Mine was either Johnny Cash or Danny Zuko. Not oh Johnny Cash, Danny Zuko. <laughs> you are so. Funny. I love it. Johnny Cash is like the greatest first crush ever. (laughs) Um, My first celebrity crush, I don't know, probably someone in NSYNC or the Backstreet Boys or something like that. Like I wasn't looking back. I don't, I, I, I don't, but one of those. If your sister was something other than an actress, what would she be? Oh, Dakota would be a lawyer. Yes. Yep. I would be a lawyer. Um, You would be like a. I would make miniatures. I would make. Yeah, I would do some like make like <laughs> dollhouse furniture or something, you know, and like set up still lifes of like weird plastic toys from the fifties, you know, like which she's she does do with that. I think that would be like her primary uh, career path. Who's more adventurous? L L. L, even though I think I, I am in my own way, but I would say you've gotten a lot more. I've gotten a lot more adventurous and spontaneous. Yeah, <laughs> but L. Who's the pickier eater? 
I think you, me. Yeah, Dakota. Who gives the best advice? Dakota. Night owl or morning person? You're turning, Dakota's turning into more of a morning person. I am turning in. I'm finally living my dream of being a morning person. Um, And Elle has turned into like an absurd night owl. Yeah, I've been like staying up till 3 a.m. Did you ever borrow clothes without asking? Was this like a a theme for you guys? Yes, I would borrow Dakota's clothes. And then this, here's one the Now I start, I've done it. I've been doing it to her lately. Yeah, I mean, we're kind of like, we're so, we're very, like we're different sizes now, but- I would, this is a, you know, being celebrity, whatever, but Dakota would go away and I would borrow clothes and wear them out. And then one time I got paparazzi photoed in her clothes and she flipped. <laughs> she like, said, what are you doing? Where are all my That's stuff? Excellent. Like, moved to New York and wear all my stuff. Now I do it to her. Like, I will. I don't care. And Elle doesn't, but it doesn't bother, it doesn't bother her. Would you rather live in the past or live in the future? Future for me. I live in the past. Favorite movie of all time? Oh, yeah. What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Great movie. That's your favorite movie? Like you're going to go on a desert island and bring What's Eating Gilbert Grape? <laughs> I'm bringing fucking Top Gun. I I, I want to, if I'm going to do like a favorite movie that I have to watch over but, and over again. No, but a desert island is different than a favorite movie though. Okay, you know? you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Then what is your desert island and what is your favorite? <laughs> I would say my, I, my favorite is What's Eating Gilbert Grape. My desert island is almost famous. We've, we've, we've been through this. Oh, yes. My desert island is almost famous for sure. Um... I mean, I guess I'll, I have I have a lot, but I guess my maybe my favorite movie. It was my first Instagram Relax. handle. Good God, you're like starting to sweat over this question. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was my. Uh, this is a big moment. Big it was moment. A big moment. No, I guess Virgin Suicides because it means the most. Maybe a favorite movie is my first Instagram handle. Like I was saying, uh, when I. Got that. I can't believe I got that username. That was big. And then maybe Desert Island would be Never Ending Story. Oh, great movie. Oh, good one. Okay. Okay. If you were casting someone as your sister, who would it be? And it can't be each other. Oh, God. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Oh, well, who do I get? Who do people mistake me for all the time? Oh, I know. Amanda Seyfried. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Of course. For sure. My yeah. boyfriend in high school, yes. his mom, one day I saw her at school and she was like, I just cannot wait to see you in Dear John. And I was like, it's oh. <laughs> <laughs> not, not me and Dear John. But no, definitely. Yeah. You? For most looked, yeah. Um, I don't know who I would get to play you. I'm not sure. Maybe Carrie Mulligan. Oh, Carrie oh, Mulligan's good. That's, good. that's good. Okay, guilty pleasure. I would say for Dakota, we're doing it for each other, right? Sure. Would be probably like all the reality shows, like The Real Housewives. And I mean, I don't think you're ashamed in it. I don't think you think it's guilty, but you know. What about Below Deck? Love Below Deck. Love, yeah. Are you watching Below Deck? Below yeah. Deck Men? Love Below Deck. Hands out. Um, yeah. uh, L, your guilty pleasure... I don't even feel guilty about shit. Let me just get that clear. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel guilty about anything. No, I love cheese. I love cheese. Mmm. Like what kind what? of cheese though? All like kinds. Cheese. Any kind. She loves cheese. I love all cheese. The stinkier, the I, better for me. No. Disgusting. Mm. I like all of it. Ma- 
Monterey Jack. Give me some Monterey yeah, Jack that's cheese. That's, that's so boring. Yeah. What's your favorite thing in your closet right now for all us ladies who want to know? Ooh. My favorite thing are the Eternay t-shirts. Yeah, Eternay mm. or Eternay. How do you say it? The t-shirts you got, I that know, I got that I got. I know. I, I don't know how you say it. But oh, my God. They're yeah, really they're like great. really good white, black, basic t-shirts. Just basic yeah. t-shirts. That's my favorite thing right now. I haven't been shopping since March. Like, it's I crazy, right? new things, know. you know? Like, L, favorite thing in your closet? Gosh, I mean, my favorite thing in my closet ever, I'm like... uh I mean that I have like a I love Comme des Garcons like I have like a whole like I love that I go to Dover Street Market in London and that's normally like that's my big shop and like I'll go mm -hmm. and go there and they uh, they do good shoe collaborations too yeah, they have some good collab collabs so with, good. with Nike actually it's so oh, good cool. in London um, but then I mean yeah in general <laughs> I also just get like I've been I ordered a lot of like little flimsy Urban Outfitters dresses and like it's so hot in LA like in the summer I'm like. I, in the summer, I need to have those dresses. L, are you like me? Can you not throw away really good items of clothes? Or can instance? you not throw away lines? Or give them away? Yes. We have that. Um, we both can't we both throw away can't. stuff. We also have, okay. like, yeah, we both are, are we that both way. We are, have, like, a storage unit of, like, you know, that there are things we've worn on talk shows when we yeah. were little and, you know, little things like that. And yeah. We things I've have, saved like, for my daughter one day. Yeah, exactly. Now that you have a daughter, aren't you glad that you haven't thrown anything away? Yes. yes. Okay. So we we ask every, uh, you know, every siblings, um, we ask the same question, and it's sort of a two-parter. If you could take something from the other, a trait, whether it's a genetic trait or a learned trait, whatever it is that they have, and, and you could take that for yourself, something that you would love to have, what is that? And then on the flip side of it, if you could alleviate something in their life, you know, that they're going through or that is innate or that is genetic, what would that be? Okay. Can I go for I'll go Yeah, first. go ahead. Okay. So I would take from Dakota... First off, just like looks wise, I would like the color of her eyes. I've always been <laughs> jealous. She has very blue, you know, Betty Davis eyes. That way, like I would, I would steal that. Um, yeah, I, 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 and I also wish that I was a little bit more rational, but I, and, and someone that Dakota's a very good, like, she has like a very calming presence in high strung situations. And I, it's, I can't really calm down. I get really overwhelmed. And so, and she has this crazy ability to kind of assess situations and be able to see what everyone needs, like in reading the room and observing everyone to see what they need and why they're feeling that way. And, I guess I wish I had more of that. Mm -hmm. And then to alleviate you from, <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this a lot. I mean, it's not the, uh, I wish, but I guess the, I don't know, of your worries and like stresses. I mean, that's, that's, you know, nobody wants, nobody wants that. And I do think that when it has to do with your own life, 
you you stress like you're very good at dealing with other people's problems and giving advice but then when you have to turn it around on yourself it's kind of impossible for you to do and like even little things become huge deals where I'm like hey like I just wish you sometimes had a little bit more of like a chill like it will get done the world will keep moving it's okay and sometimes you just you know even like packing like for example like you know that's like small but like you cannot I mean you go off the deep end it's like okay it's like you're gonna get there and you can buy something if you don't have it in your suitcase you know so that's <laughs> that's a little bit <laughs> um for for me i um if i could take something that l has for myself i think i would take her off the wall endless creativity that she that comes so easily to her and um, singing, dancing, art, uh, weird miniature, like, you know, just her, like, kind of endless interest in all things creative and, like, her ability to actually see them through and make them come to life, I think, is something that I wish sometimes I will, again, get bogged down in, like, nitty-gritty stuff and think that it is overwhelming and, and not kind of follow through with it. And I think that Elle has, like, this endless tap of creativity that she has followed through with and I know will only continue to follow through with. Um, so I would definitely take that and and also like her free spirit and that sort of carefree nature. I think that I'm a little more buttoned up for a long, you know, when somebody meets me, they would think that I'm more buttoned up and she's more kind of wild, which is true. But um, I wish I had a little bit more of that off the bat. Um, and then if I could alleviate something from her, I think it would be similar to what she said for me. I think that we worry about different things and I think that we get overwhelmed about different things, which I think makes us perfect sisters because we're able to be the calm one for the other who's freaking out about something that's not a big deal to us mm -hmm. and vice versa. So I would alleviate that kind of, um, I think that Elle is, Elle feels things very strongly fair things hit her hard she um can when her feelings get hurt they get like broken and i i wish that she um which again is not a bad thing i think it's wonderful to feel like big feelings and to have all that but i think i i wish that sometimes she would um you know not let it get to a point where it's gonna kind of become all-consuming Oh, I love you guys. Thank you, guys. Sibling Revelry is executive produced by Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. Producer is Allison Bresnik. Music by Mark Hudson, a.k.a. Uncle Mark. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week I'm talking to acclaimed musician and entrepreneur, Pitbull. 
I think that education is the real revolution because as much as we speak about all the problems that there is in society and the world today, my mother's always told me, son, don't worry. The world's always been coming to an end. Don't let it scare you out of living. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.